Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking all things productivity, starting from your mindfulness, having a strategic aim as to how you want to work and how to overcome procrastination. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I would like to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time. Thank you very much. And those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes, giving you a big old electronic hug. Thank you so much for showing up. And I love to continue the conversation. Let's connect on either Twitter or LinkedIn. Denise G. Lee, you can find me there. And if you haven't done so already, please visit me on denisechili.com where you can reach articles and other resources to help grow your service-based business. And if you haven't done so already, check out my courses tab on denisechili.com where you can find other resources to help grow your personal brand or product or service-based business. With that being said, let's get into it. Productivity mindfulness, just getting your head together is not an easy thing for any of us to be endeavoring on, especially as an entrepreneur. I feel that we're always trying to find 5,000 and one ways to kind of distract ourselves from doing the nuts and bolts of business growing. And I think the reason behind it is because for a lot of us, It's scary to put ourselves out there. It's scary to create a product or a post or anything else, income generating activities, because we're not fully aware of how it's going to be received. We don't know if it needs to be polished anymore. There's just so many unknowns. And for a lot of us, instead of confronting that voice inside of us that says, yes, I'm not sure of what's going to happen. I may not even have any guarantees, but I'm going to show up and be visible because I know that these little micro activities are going to lead us to the next step. It's much easier for all of us to give up and trust and believe. I mean, even to be 100% honest, 100% honest about this conversation that we're having right now. I had to talk myself into it. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that I am completely on top of my game 24-7. Nothing can rattle me. I don't want to talk about anything that could even allude to the fact that I'm human and struggle with procrastination and struggle with mindfulness and positivity. I think we all do. And that's okay. I think having these honest conversations is a step in the right direction. So this conversation is really going to be really good no matter what, whether or not you are, for the most part, on top of your game and you're getting everything done or if you feel like you've been struggling for a bit in regards to that. I just want to let you know that it is okay. It is totally okay to be aware that our minds are playing lots of tricks on ourselves and trying to tell us that we cannot do certain things unless we have it perfectly done. And if you are feeling that everything has to be perfect in order for you to show up, oftentimes we'll never show up. And oftentimes we we will 
kind of convince ourselves that it's not worth the effort, it's not worth the time, and we shouldn't even bother. Perfect example, I was thinking about this just the other day, was even my hesitation myself, yes, me, Denise, to have some support on a particular project that I'm working on. And as a result, I was delaying and I was telling myself all the things that I could be doing instead and perhaps it wasn't important. And when I was being really honest and really intentional about my feelings and examining the reasons behind it, there was so much pain, so much anxiety about not being able to be viewed positively. You know, I I believe that. And we can't even begin to really make changes and make headwinds in our business and heck of our personal life if we're being ruled on that kind of feeling. So this conversation is, is going to be a dual conversation. We're going to talk a little bit about being productive and then we're, we're, then we're going to maneuver and talk about how to avoid procrastination because I think those things go hand in hand. This is a great episode for those of you who have been dealing with procrastination and delaying. And so if you need to listen to this podcast again, or if you have the ability to just uh, make sure that you kind of write some things down or make some mental notes because I don't want you to miss out on anything that could really benefit you in either this season or in the future, okay? But I just want you to give yourself room to be honest with yourself and room to be forgiving to yourself too because so often, even if I say something that may seem a little triggering or a little uncomfortable, it's not being done to make you feel uncomfortable. It's not being done to make you feel bad. It's because I really want us to grow, not just as entrepreneurs, but as people in general. And understand nothing is fixed, okay? We're constantly evolving, unfolding, and becoming something new. And understand that we are, all of us, are, we are a work in progress. And we don't have to be committed to getting there, just there. Business, just like life, is a destination. And all we're doing is just committing each and every day just to do certain things that will move us in the right direction. And obviously, sometimes we'll get it, we'll nail it, and we'll learn. And then sometimes we won't do anything productive. We'll throw a tantrum and act the fool and refuse to do anything. And sometimes... We know we're, when we're getting in our own way, right? But we can be our own encouraging hand to comfort us, to know that as long as we just keep showing up, wonderful things will happen. And just one more thing. Remember that happiness is not a finish line that we can cross into this permanent state of bliss where we're just riding high all the time. We're human and as such, we're going to experience the riches of life, the good days, the bad days, and everything in between. But as long as you keep on focusing on practicing and growing and obviously listening to podcasts like this and having support and mentorship, you'll be in the right direction. Is that enough (laughs) of a precursor for what I got to talk about? But let's now just get into it. Productivity is something that I think we're always striving to do. 
And we've been taught in this culture that somehow productivity means that we're doing 10,000 things at once. That means that we're listening to a podcast, we're writing an email, or we're taking care of our kids while we're trying to schedule our next event or whatever. You think about what's going on in your life and you can probably think about all the many things that you're trying to juggle simultaneously because we feel like we're always short on time and there's never enough time to do anything that we want. And I'm here to tell you that if we're trying to double task, we're actually not working effectively. Where When we're double tasking, when we're trying to have our minds scattered in 5,000 different directions, we're not allowing our brains to really fully process and be present. And as such, we're not going to be working as effectively as we could. So as part of this mindfulness, as part of our productivity, the first most important thing is that we got to stop multitasking. Single tasking is actually more for effective and more efficient for productivity. So if that means we need to silence our phones or shut down our notifications or get into a quiet space with our journal and a pen and start writing out the things that we want to accomplish, do that. Don't try to convince yourself that you can do 5,000 things at once. The other thing that can help you with your productivity is to write a to-do list. Isn't it just so satisfying to just cross something off the list, like one last thing that, one more thing that you've got to accomplish and boom, you're done. I have several lists that I use. I have this app called AnyList. Highly encourage that you get it. You can find it on the Apple App Store and I think you probably can find it on Google Play. But anyway, it's this app where I can share it with my husband. I can share it with other people where I can take photos of the things that I want to get accomplished and give myself deadlines. Give myself, you know, um, things that you can see that you've made some progress, you've made some headwinds, and boom, you're there, you've got it done, right? Who doesn't like progress? And let's talk about timing. Timing is just as important too. I myself, I'm an early bird. I try to do all my most important things in the beginning of the day, but maybe you're Maybe you're not. Maybe you're a night owl. Perhaps you want to do all your most active alert in the night. I say, if you know which one you are, if you're early bird or you're night owl, maximize those hours in the early morning, the daytime, or whatever time you feel like you're most alert and active and prioritize those things where it requires the most brain power, the most of your energy. Put it then. Don't set yourself up for failure. For example, my husband has figured it out after all these years, that he doesn't even want to talk to me about anything finances or anything serious about our family or any of our affairs at night. He knows that he's more or less talking to a brick wall at that point. If he talks to me anything serious after 8 p.m., it's just not going to happen. I'm not going to be focused. My mind is going to be all over the place. It's It's just going to be a hot mess. You, as an entrepreneur, need to also communicate that to people and say, hey, look, even if you were sending an email notification, I, I'll be checking emails between 10 and 12 or whatever. And if you have any serious discussion about it, please call. It's, I prefer you contact me in the day or whatever time frame. Like, let people know ahead of time because there's nothing more frustrating than trying to commute with someone 
trying to communicate with someone who is just not there. They're not present. They're not with you. I don't want you to set yourself up for failure by trying to communicate when you're pretty much not present, okay? Now, this is a great time for us to now we have idea about having our to-do list and not not multitasking. To I want you to be establishing priorities. Some people like to eat the frog first, and that means get the least favorite task out of the way. However, I, I find that this can drag you away from the most important things. Try to do the most important things first. That way, you you're prioritizing the things that make the most sense. For example, I prioritize certain journaling activities and certain things I need to do in my business way ahead of the week so that way I have the time and energy in case certain impromptu things stick up and they always do because welcome to life, right? Then your, your calendar is free and available for all those other things. You have to shift your schedule. Look at your schedule. Look at how you can prioritize the most important things in the beginning of the week, not the end of the week. There's nothing more chaotic than trying to tackle all the things at the end of the day. Now, I know there's some people who say, well, I'm more productive when I'm doing last minute and I'm, I'm actually, I couldn't schedule things for the life of me. Look, I don't like that chaos. I think that we've got enough things going against us as entrepreneurs trying to build our brand and get ourselves known and and having people figure us out. And so I I don't want us to set ourselves up for failure by having that last minute scramble. But if you can't, at least organize yourself so that when you actually do do your task, even if you do the task the last minute, you've got everything lined up, meaning like you've got your resources, either be your contacts or your software or your computer or whatever you need to get your stuff done. is ready, accessible. You're not scrambling. You're not trying to figure out, oh crap, is the computer working? Oh crap, do I have enough pen and paper? Oh crap, do I have enough money to pay for blah, blah, blah things that I'm trying to do? Got it all lined up nice and neat and you're ready to go. Okay. Now, this is a great time for you to delegate tasks. Perhaps as you're organizing, you're prioritizing stuff, you realize, oh crap, I really need some support here. I need to buy a a new product or I need to solicit someone for help. This is a time where if you're growing your business, while you're growing your business alone, you don't have to do it all by yourself right? You can have mentors. You can have people who are a little further ahead of you, who can help you fast track your progress by giving you the resources that you need to succeed. And listen to yourself. There are some days where honestly, the best form of work that you can do is just sitting on the couch and watching stuff on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Like We don't have to work 24-7. There is a, such a thing as burnout and it is real. And burnout is when we have just been overtaxing ourselves and pushing ourselves to the limit and we're not listening to that still small voice in our head that says, look, man, we got to take a break. This is just too much. I have, I have, I cannot tell you how many times when my husband has looked at me and confiscated my phone because he he could just see the tired, exasperated look on my face, and he knew without a doubt that even though I wanted to create new content or I wanted to respond to people online or I wanted to be present, that was the last thing in the world I needed to be. I needed to be spending time with my family, relaxing, resting, recuperating, and not working 
24-7 on my business. I need you to build into your schedule those times where you can either delegate, take a time off, or just rest. Now, there's some people who've made schedules for themselves where they say, okay, Monday through Friday, I'm posting content, I'm creating stuff. On the weekends, I'm off, I'm chilling, I'm just spending time, I'm recharging, and I'm hitting the ground running back on Monday. Maybe you want to work Tuesday through Saturday. I don't know. All I know is that if you're working every day, seven days a week without fail and without help, you're going to burn yourself out. There is no reward for entrepreneurs who are losing their mind because they feel that they don't need support because they're not making any money. Okay? I don't want you to fall in that trap because I've seen it, I've done it, I've bought the t-shirt, been there, done that. Remember, these, this thing that we're doing, this entrepreneur journey, it is a journey, not a sprint. Stop treating it like a sprint. If you need to pause, take a breather, and then hit back on the races, that's fine. Develop a schedule that works for you where you know that you're accomplishing a lot, but you're not overwhelming yourself. And lastly, Small steps go a long way. Don't judge how much you get done. Each day is progress. I always tell all my clients, just focus on daily money-making activities that result in some type of tangible outcome. I don't believe for a second that we need to feel like just because we don't see one thing happening doesn't mean that it's not going to pay off in the long run. Okay. Now let's transition and talk about procrastination. I know I kind of talked about in the beginning, but I want to dial in a little bit more procrastination. Procrastination usually occurs because of some deep, deep seated fear fears about failure, imperfection, how uncomfortable we are ex- expected to do a certain task in a certain way, or just simply not wanting to do a task that keeps us stuck and unproductive. So often, I and you've known this too because I've experienced you where you're reading a book or you're reading something that's just really challenging and it just feels so discouraging because you can't really quite understand what's talked about. Maybe you're cross-wrestling with other things and or the topic just feels like it's throwing over your head. And every time, as a result, anytime someone brings up the issue or you're seeing it, you just want to not even look at to the look to the point where it. it just even the thought of thinking about a particular subject that reminds you about the book or some type of difficult task. And I just gave the book an example. You just want to run and run away fast. I don't want that happening to you, okay? I want us to understand that fears, forecasted events appearing to be real are just that forecasted, not probables. And look, the... What are we? Let's think about what we're procrastinating over right now. Is it something trivial like your home, your homework for your business, something that you need to study up on, or you know, even personal like taking your car to shop, or something about your health or your business, or heck, even like family matters, personal family matters, right? And how much time are you giving over to the procrastination? How much time has been taken away from you? For a lot of us, even if we're not doing the task, just the idea of worrying over the task is debilitating within itself. I bet for a lot of you guys, just the idea of thinking about it is far much longer than actually doing the task itself. That's the funny thing about how fear works in our minds. We spend all this time ruminating and worrying and concerned about certain things. We actually could actually get the task accomplished if we just stop 
the worrying and stop the anxiety and, and just get to it. So I have some about some six practical tips to help you overcome procrastination. And I'm hoping that whether or not you've got something that's important to do or something that is urgent, regardless if it's important or urgent, like you will listen to this podcast, that you will use this to give you the initiative to go back and really just accomplish the task or tasks, whatever they may be. Okay, number one, remember that avoiding pain usually gives you more pain. So if you're avoiding a task, you're likely to feel worse during the avoidance phase than when actually doing it. So many times, and then we all can agree that when we actually get into the move, the groove of doing it, it doesn't feel that bad. Think about riding a bicycle or the first time we were driving a car. It felt really weird and anxious, but when we actually started getting into the mood, it, it wasn't that bad. Okay, number two, like I said, the hardest part is starting. Once you start, you'll very likely experience a surge of dopamine, that neurochemical in our brains responsible for us feeling motivated. And hopefully you want to keep going. There's nothing more exciting than actually seeing ourselves in progress, actually doing the thing. Hardly we want to stop it because we actually see ourselves in activity. It could be writing that email. At first, the writing that idea of writing that email feels dreadful. But when we're in the flow and we've got those ideas turning, it feels good. Or heck, doing a live at Instagram or Pinterest or whatever live they're up to, it feels super awkward at first. But once we get started talking, smooth as a baby's bottom. Just easy peasy. All right. Here's another tip or overcoming procrastination is negotiate with yourself. Commit to just five minutes of activity and tell yourself that you'll stop. The funny thing is that once you start, just like I said earlier, the momentum will keep it going. Number four, ask for help if you need it. Sometimes we stay stuck because we don't know what we need to do or how to go about it next. Sometimes when I'm feeling stuck, I'll give my mentor a call and I'm like, hey, you know, can you please help me out? I'm really lost about blah, blah, blah activity. Please let me know. I really want your opinion. And just the activity of asking and getting out of my head, I'm realizing that I'm I don't have to magnify it. I don't have to make it more worse than it actually is. Sometimes when we just get out of our head and just ask someone for help or just ask someone for a second opinion, we're not as bothered. And use the Pomodoro technique. Let me explain what that is. Uh, For tasks that will break things down, for tasks that will take longer than a half an hour. So what what I'm talking about is, let's say you've got a activity For example, you're writing a sales page and you know the activity was going to take you at least two hours. Well, okay, let's just break out five minutes for each section of our sales page. And then we can even set a little egg timer so that as soon as like the timer goes off, you go to another session. The timer goes off, you go to another section. As an example, when you know that you've got things that are just going to take a heck of a lot longer time by breaking it out into smaller little chunk size it feels less stressful it feels manageable we don't feel as overwhelmed and lastly remind yourself of your why remembering the meaning of the task and how it will how it allows you to live by your values help and it just goes to your business as well like as long as we understand that we're showing up because we're going to make a difference we're showing up because we know things are going to really do really good things, I am confident that you'll be able 
to hit that idea of insecurity and overwhelm or fear or failure right dead snack in the eye and say, nope, I am not doing that. Nope, I know I'm capable, more than capable. And yes, this is going to rock and it's going to be great. Now let's go into summary about our productivity and our procrastination and we will wind things down. So here's some tips about being more productive is stop the multitasking Dot single tasks are much more effective than multitask. Write a to-do list. Time is everything if you need to do in the morning rather than late in the evening or vice versa. You figure out what time works well for you. Establish priorities. Get the first things out of the way first. Sometimes I know you guys might want to procrastinate. Here's the thing. Even if you want to procrastinate, at least line up the things and the tools that you know that you'll be able to need. So when you actually get it, you're not feeling scrambled and confused. And listen to yourself. If you need to take a break, take a break. And there's no one going to shame you for not having self-care. And get help. Delegate your tasks. Call a mentor. Don't feel like you have to do this all by yourself. And small steps go a long way. Just remember that every little bit counts. Now, let's move on to procrastination. The best way of ending procrastination is to remember that avoiding the pain is far worse than actually doing the task. And once you actually start doing the task, it gets a lot easier. So commit to yourself, even if it's just five minutes. And ask if help if you need it. I mentioned the Pomodoro technique, which I said to, if you've got a big, long task, you can break it down to small lifetime, life-size chunks, not lifetime, life-size chunks. <laughs> and then lastly, remember your why. Sometimes when we're centered back to what we're doing and why we're doing it, it just evaporates and erases all of those feelings of trying to delay. I hope this podcast was really helpful for you. If you really loved it, and obviously I hope you did, let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegeelee.com. And I would love to send you a little token of appreciation. Lastly, again, if you have really felt a lot of value by listening to this, please let your friends, your family, or anyone else you know that will be of need of what I have to say, let them know because I want to grow this community and I want to create content that helps you and helps others. With that being said, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.